someone's life can make a difference. Welcome back to the channel. I hope you're doing absolutely fine. Today I have with me Khushbu. She's an animal rescue for many years now. She herself is a parent to two cats and a dog that she rescued from the streets. Welcome Khushbu to my channel. Hi Sneha, thank you for having me. Alright, so let me start by asking you uh, how um, you have been an animal rescue for many years now. How has it changed your life? So it's not like you know I had like a plan of becoming an animal rescuer. I was like, okay, you know what? I want to go ahead and rescue animals. Nothing like that. It right. just happened to fall into my plate. Right. So this was, I think, under under graduation, second or first year, something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, long time ago. Mm -hmm. So I was hanging out with a with one of my really close friends from that time. Right. In Sydney, okay. Mm -hmm. And it was actually a very auspicious day. It was one night before Diwali. Right. Right. So I was just there hanging out, you know, because I couldn't go home. So I saw this really tiny, like this this tiny puppy with like two, three street kids and they were like kind of poking her and irritating her and mm. troubling her and stuff like that. Mm. So it just didn't look nice, you know, mm. watching that. So I went to the kids and like, is this your dog? Mujhe do, I'll take it. He's like, no, mera hai, uh, but you have to pay me. So I said, okay, I'll give you 500, will you give me the puppy? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. So that's how, for the first time, I rescued mm -hmm. somebody from the street. And I got her home, mm -hmm. home as in my hostel actually. Mm -hmm. I snuck her in mm -hmm. and I named her Poppy. And then I met with a local vet and, you know, I asked to check if she's doing fine and what are the things that you need to do because I had no idea, right? So then they told me that this is the things you do and you do the whole protocol. And then they also had this, um, or like this uh, CSR thing, you know, like a NGO thing which they've started. It's mm -hmm. called Adopt an Indian Desi Dog. It's still mm -hmm. functional and it's an unwear. Anandiketan actually. Mm -hmm. It's an Anandiketan. Mm -hmm. So if anybody wants to go and be a part of it, they can. So they rehabilitate street dogs, dogs and cats from India to all over the world. Mm -hmm. Globally they do that. So I kept Poppy hidden in my hostel for six months, you know, and then eventually I took care of everything for her and she got finally adopted to a nice family in Vancouver. So she flew from here, went to Seattle, settled down there for about 10 days to get, you know, okay with the climate and the change. And then she went to her forever home in Vancouver and I think she must be about like a 12 year old grandma now. So, <laughs> you know, lucky Poppy. I yeah. must say, yeah. hmm. I, I wish everyone gets such a life. Okay, <laughs> coming to my next question, what have been the difficulties as a rescuer? I personally feel that there are two main challenges right. when you are a rescuer, feeder, anything, right? So the number one challenge is gaining the trust of that particular animal that you want to take care of because they are on the streets, so life is tough, so they're very defensive about what is approaching them about their own health, about their own safety. So they might not be very friendly, you know, they won't be like, you want to go back then, so they'll be okay with it. A lot of them will be, but a lot of them won't be. Mm. So you have to, it's just how it is with them, mm. just the temperament. Mm. But, you know, you need to be a little patient with them. And uh, I think what happens is that when you show them love, they understand that you're coming from a good place, they catch up to your life, and then they let you, and then you become friends, and then you take care of them. Right? So that's one challenge, mm -hmm. gaining the trust. Mm -hmm. Now the second challenge is that a lot of people are not okay with this activity. They think that the animals on the streets are actually nuisance. Right? Mm -hmm. They don't understand the problem yet, but they just think that they're nuisance. So 
they will stop people from feeding them they'll be like why are you doing it you know you're as you you're making that animal think that the street is their house so they become territorial and when you go for morning walks they tend to bite us but that's not the case an animal will not bite you unless unless you don't threaten it that's basic animal instinct right mm-hmm. so that's one massive challenge that all feeders and all rescuers face mm-hmm. but now the good thing is that high court passed a rule a few days ago that all street days all streets have the right to be fed and um people who are feeders and rescuers are allowed to do that and they cannot be stopped so i think it's i think it's a great step forward mm-hmm. absolutely i i i completely agree with you now coming to my third question um now let's understand why are people so scared of adopting uh, from a shelter or even on the streets so um why they're so hesitant is because a lot of people are not into adoption mm-hmm. they want to you know get like a proper branded pedigree dog mm-hmm. get like a husky dairy mm-hmm. type of wild mm-hmm. or like get a saint bernard which is actually an alaskan dog you get that in delhi i don't know why you do that mm-hmm. right and shiba inus and cocker spaniels and you know all those big popular breeds labradors you know so people tend to do that because it's like a city symbol for them and they think it's an exotic dog so let's get them home you know because we can so why not you know that's one thing mm-hmm. now the other thing is a lot of people feel that when you pick a dog pick a cat from a shelter you are not aware of the background where that particular animal comes from does it have both birth defects is it is it is it suffering from diseases which are lifelong autoimmune diseases so that's a headache we don't want to you know mm-hmm. deal with but you get a sick dog home especially if it's a dog home you know and it's not necessary that all these shelter and street dogs will have that mm-hmm. it's just an assumption a lot of them are super healthy a lot of them are sick so you don't know you can't tell and it's also not a lot of effort because my dog shiro he self he himself is a rescue from the streets that I did on my own mm-hmm. and he's a special needs dog and honestly telling you I don't think that it's too much effort it's just a little very little bit of care and I think it works wonders he's a super perfect guy he goes for walks plays really playful everything like any other normal dog just a little bit of precaution here and there yeah. so people don't want to deal with that baggage mm-hmm. and people don't want to deal with the emotional baggage that a shelter or a street dog may come from because of the trauma that they go through their entire lives so they people don't want to deal with it so i also feel like you know uh, a lot of humans hmm. overall look for perfection in their dogs yeah and you can't have that yeah because there's no such thing as perfection in a dog right or anything for that yeah. matter you that's that's just i don't know seeking something that is not there it's not present you can't find perfection in a dog because a dog is just a dog it's not you know your key to happiness or your key to rescue you from your emotional issues and sh- you know stuff like that yeah. your dog is just a companion just like you know your friends or your partner or your parents or your siblings it's just a companion who you love and who loves you back absolutely absolutely so and yeah you should adopt 
to the time she can't get work to go to her. Now these are all the mental health issues that the mother is facing, right? So then, um, apart from this, the body goes for a loss. Like, in, like imagine reproducing back to back for so many years, right? The mother develops various sexual health issues, right? Now this is something that. I don't know, it's really graphic, but I think people should know. So if you on the streets, if you notice, a lot of times you'll find these really frail female dogs and cats with you know, cervical and vaginal prolapse. Now prolapse is uh, a condition where an internal organ comes out through an orifice. Orifice as in like an opening, any body opening, right? So since it's a reproductive thing, so out of the vagina, you'll see that the uterus has come out because the uterus has been so overused that it has lost the capacity to stay put inside the body and it has come up, right? So you will see that these actually and the, how these uh, female mothers, you know, they have landed out there is because now she can't give birth to the babies, the breeder has no gain coming out of that particular mother, so he just throws it out on the street. So this is the fate of that mother and like that so many mothers because so many people went out to a breeder and wanted to buy a puppy or a kitten or whatsoever. So you think that, oh my god, I'm going to get a puppy and I'm going to get a kitten and I'm going to give them the best home ever and I'm going to love them. Great, that's a great thought. But the thing is that you don't know that this is what happened when you wanted to push them. So I don't think this is a nice thing to do. You should totally adopt. The All of them are amazing. I mean, first of all, why do you want to spend that kind of money? Right? It is free. Adoption is free. You will give somebody a new home. You will save a life and you will get the same kind of love. Maybe even more because maybe that particular animal will know that you give them a second chance of life. So I think all I want to tell people is just please adopt and stop shopping. You're not buying vegetables, you're buying lives and it's not worth it. I am going to end this by saying thank you very much to be part of this conversation and I hope you gain some knowledge and you can make a difference too in someone's life and uh, I would like to end by saying I hope to see you next week and I uh, do tune in for more fruitful content.